Welcome to New Life Miami, and thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope this word blesses you today. For more information, visit nlmiami.com. We hope to see you soon. And remember, you are loved. Um, and it was the first thing that we handed out for our first service, which was December 2nd, 2007. And I wanted to share it with you. There's a verse on it. It's 2 Samuel 22, verse 2 through 3. And it says, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, the God of my strength in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold and my refuge. And... I mean, here we are nine years later, and what an honor, what a privilege to say that we are still here nine years later, Amen. serving the Lord and glorifying Him, and we just thank everybody that's worked alongside us throughout all the years and who's been there for us to help make new life what it is, and we're, we're grateful, we're, we're just, we're very thankful, so happy birthday, new life. Amen, amen. <laughs> Praise God. Um, today we're going to do something a little bit different, and uh, I'm going to share at the end uh, just a thought with you guys, something that God's put in, in my heart, and, uh, and I'm going to share that with you. But before I do, uh, throughout this place, some that are here and, and there's some that are not um, here today, um, but some of you have been here for months, some of you have been here for, for one year, two years, all the way stretching to nine years. Um, if you've been with us uh, for nine years, for all the nine years, real quick, uh, right there where you're at, there's a few of you, there's a handful of you guys. Can you stand up? Can you stand up? Amen. Pastor Leo's here with us. Praise God. He's with us. Tito, Kevin, Sophia, my father. Kevin, come here, Kevin. Come here, man. Everyone say, Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. Kevin's fly, man. Um. Kevin and, and Addie, next year we have something special, and they don't even know it, but, but they'll, they'll be prepared for next year. Um, Kevin and Allie was a couple uh, from our church down south that uh, Pastor Leo gave the green light for them to have uh, Bible studies on the Miami Lake Starbucks. And Kevin and Allie just said, all right, and they, they had a group of friends, 10 to 12 people, and they started having Bible studies. And, and because of their faithfulness and because of them saying, we're going to do this every Tuesday um, night at Starbucks, um, God used them, and, and part of the reason of why we're here. So we could honor Kevin. Ali can't be. Ali's got a tribe at home, so she wishes she could be here. Kevin, man, you got to come on, man. But we could honor Kevin and Ali. Amen? Thank you, brother. We love you, man. Awesome, man. So next year, um, they're, they're going to get on the mic and, and share some, some, some things that they went through and all that, and we're just grateful for Kevin and Ali and, and that they're still with us as well. Amen? Praise God. So we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to talk about memories. And I got a few people throughout the years. And I'm going to call some people up. They could, they could feel free to, to sit on, on, uh, on some of the stools or on the couch. The first people I'm going to ask to come up here and just give them a, uh, just a hand. Let them feel welcomed is um, the Cubas family. It's Ernesto and Jessica. Praise God. Amen, amen. Ernesto and Jessica are very special to us. And um, they, they're going to represent the one year that they've been here. They're, they're, they're aiming to the one year. Just where you guys want to sit. You guys, first, okay, and bring the stools in so we could be closer together there. And, and they're going to represent one year that they've been with us. And um, we're grateful for them. I mean, they've jumped on board. Or Ernesto's going to start serving as, as soon as next week already. Praise God. 
at our church. Come on, man. And um, Jessica is just, she jumps in the water quick. She's, she's working with our kids already. And, 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 and I don't know if you guys know that she's with the kids today. Don't worry about it. There's someone back there with your kids. Someone is filling in for her, and she's going to come and share today. So we're grateful for them, and they're, they're highly involved already. You see, you're like, well, I need five years in to get involved. Who told you that? You know, they just got here, and they're getting involved, and, and God's doing something special with them. We're going to ask Gabby to come up here. Gabby's going to represent two years. Two years. That a girl. We love Gabby and her daughter very much. Um, Gabby's going to choose the couch. Yeah, this was mine, so yeah. We have to. So, so, so Gabby, is, uh, she's two years, and we love her a lot. She, as well, is involved in a lot of things, and, and, and specifically, um, she helps out with ushering. You help out with the kids as well. Is there something else that you do? That, you, know, you do just a little bit of just whatever's needed, and, and we're just grateful for her and for what she does. Amen? And then we got Jose and Aixa Diaz. Let's give them a hand. They're going to represent three years. Three years. They've been up here before. I don't know if you guys remember. We did a series one time, and we called their number, and they did it. And we called their number again today, and um, they gladly did it. Um, and we're blessed by them. They, they've as well just jumped on board and, and, and just helped us with so many things. And, and they've grown just to become a fa- family here and blessed. I've been blessed to teach both their daughters. They have three children. I've been blessed to work with this woman. I don't know if she's been blessed to work with me, but... <laughs> But um, we're grateful for them. We're going to call uh, this set of people up here first. And um, this is what we'll do. Ernesto, just hold me on and grab that mic so that way you could have that mic. And, and this couch could share this mic. Just turn it on there. And, and I'm going to have them just share some things and, and, and some, some, uh, some thoughts. And, and this is what I want each one of them to share. And everyone that's going to be coming up here before I share my thoughts. I, I want them um, just to share a little bit of how, how the Lord has used new life uh, just to bless them in whatever way. Uh, I didn't want to give them too much. I just wanted them to have freedom in what they're going to share. And um, I, I pray that you're blessed by these stories. Um, I believe that testimonies are powerful. Um, I believe that sometimes we got to hear someone else's struggle. Um, because I preached on this last week. Because someone else's struggle could be our blessing. And some of these people up here went through a struggle. God's blessed them. And today, they're at a better place today. Some of them have just been blessed from day one. And wherever they're at, their testimony today, I pray that it has weight in our souls today. How many of you could say amen? So I'll start off with the one years, with the one year, with the one years. I don't even know if that even, I don't know, whatever. So Ernesto, uh, Jessica, um, go ahead and how's the Lord blessed you here? Um, well, obviously, we're the newbies here. Um, we, we were a part of a, uh, a church growing up, uh, really, when we were young, through high school and everything, and um, obviously that pastor uh, retired, so we were left kind of without a home. We were searching. We thought the new style of church was for us, one hour in and out. We hopped around. We really didn't feel it at all. Um, never felt connected. Never felt like there was a family around at all. Um, and obviously, we've known... Uh, Pastor Regal for a very long time. Not sure why we never attempted to come here, but you know we we uh, attempted to do it. We came by, um, and the first thing I, I realized as soon as I walked in, this was our home. Man. So we've been here. We've been blessed. Obviously, we have the the two kids in there, and there's there's a scream fest every day. We drop them off, but <laughs> it's okay. They're they'll get used to it. Um, but that's uh. Uh, at least it, it blessed me here. 
And I know it's blessed uh, my wife as well. Right. Yeah, you know, the wife said it just on the same. Well, um, I guess, uh, and, and I'll share at least my best memory here is uh, day one I walked in. Back in our old home church, um, they, uh, there was this gentleman called uh, Pepe Rijo, and uh, he was actually this very, very tall dude, and his hands were like monstrous. And this guy, the first day I walked in there, I think I was a 16-year-old or 15-year-old there, and he walked in there, and a guy like popped my lung out on the first hit. And I remember that just was a resounding sound, and at least for the rest of my life. And as soon as I walked in here, your dad gives me this bear hug and pops me right in the back, too. I was like, oh, I'm at home. <laughs> and, and at least he could be called Pepe Rigo, because he's Rigo. So. Hi, Pepe. Hi, everyone. My name is Jessica. Um, one of the best memories, and I texted Rigo, I think, in like our family text, and then I think he shared it with you, Nancy, right? Was that the biggest blessing that I received was, well, first of all, my first face was Lizzie, and you're the sweetest thing in the world, really. She is. She, I mean, honestly, I'm very hyper, and I'm trying to, you know, not be like, oh. but um, she's so sweet. She's so calm. I felt right at home, and one of the most amazing things is that the women's ministry is second to none. I mean, unbelievable. Uh, I'm a true mama bear and leaving my children here with the women and the children's ministry, Nancy, you've done an amazing job. Like you may not see her up here, but the work that she does and the people that she leads, like the women and the men that she leads, um, to help with the children's ministry, it's just amazing. So if you know anyone that has a family and they're scared to come to church because they have to leave their kids somewhere, believe me, my children, I mean, we don't even have to think twice. They're in amazing hands, and the women and men that worked in, work in that ministry is by far the best I've ever, ever seen. So that is honestly the, the best memory. Amen. We'll, we'll jump right into um, to our Gabby, who's been here for two years, and uh, she says she's going to try to compose herself today. So, uh, so amen. Well, she, she just failed at that. <laughs> just, just cry. It's okay. To cry. <laughs> My biggest blessing and like testimony was when I had to speak for last year Thanksgiving. When I had to open up about, oh snap. Sorry, so sorry about my struggle of like having my daughter and then having to do it. Two years. 
Uh, if you let me later, maybe I can share some things about you. <laughs> Good. Three years. Um, I know the Lord for over 30 years. Right. And I, um, of course, I grew up in a church with uh, a lot of um, people that they were always loving on you. And, and, and um, the word of God was, was never... Um, adultered, everything was, you know, the way it was supposed to be. Um, and, you know, you, you get married, you have children, and, and then sometimes you have to um, sacrifice certain things for your children. So, and, and again, I grew up in a, in a very much Spanish church back home, and and, and when you come here and you, you, you have your children and you put your children in Christian school, you know, they're, they're everything, of course, it's in English, and then they start going to youth group. And so we started going to an English church. And, um, you know, time passed and the children grew up and we stayed and it got to a point that we were not receiving anything. And we started hopping around and... and, and trying to find a place um, and I worked with this amazing young man and he was always we were always talking and in his breaks he would come to my office or I will find him and and he invited us one time and we came I came in and we have never left since then uh, and I found I never thought I was gonna find my, a church just like the one I grew up. That you come through those doors and you feel the love. And you know that you're family and that um, the Spirit of God is here and, and, and the Word of God, it's, it's the Word of God and nothing has changed and not to offend anyone, not to make people come and fill those seats. No, it's they speak the truth and, and the way it's supposed to be. And I am home. And this is my home. A memory? Um, a memory. Oh, no, I have some timers. Sometimes I remember, sometimes I don't. So well, I, have, <laughs> I, I, I have lots of good memories. My memories just... Oh, wait, hold on. I didn't get the memo on that one. It's all right. Don't worry about it. Um, when we decided to come over here, it was amazing. At the moment we walked in, it just, the love that it was for us. Um, the bear hug from, uh, from Rigo, Pepe. <laughs> from Rigo Senior was amazing. Uh, Lizzie, I mean, it just, it opened all their heart to us. I mean, we felt right at home. We had uh, the opportunity to call this our family. Uh, that is the memory that, that I have. Now, what new life has done for us, at least, at least for me, uh, it had the opportunity that I did serve in the past and uh, something happened, uh, whether it was with me or with church, and I said, God, I'm going to sit and I'm going to listen, and I grow, and I grow 
going to go and grow my ears until you say that I got to get up. And um, first thing I did, you know, even though the family was around here helping me out, I sat and I started to enjoy the word. And I said, God, this is good. I'm really enjoying it. And the moment I said that, God really had the opportunity to kick me in the rear end and get me up. And ever since I decided that I wanted to serve the Lord, it's just been amazing every day. It's incredible. Um, I want to thank Rudy for, for helping me out for that. But certainly, Lou, you have no idea how hard you kicked me out, bro. I got to tell you, you, you certainly strive to a level that has, that has really put me uncomfortable. But God has made a difference in my life because of it. And I want to thank you. And I want to thank you all for that. As you guys are up here, before you go and sit down, we call the next group up. Is there, is there a memory? Is there something that, that maybe pops up in, in the times that you've been here um, that you would like to share? I don't know if that's what you were going. Um, something, um, anything that you remember that will always stick to you that you, that you want to just share. It doesn't matter what it is or something like that. I'll, I'll kind of open it up now if you, anyone has anything else to share. If not, it's good. Anyone have anything to share? No? Uh, Gabby, I'll, I'll share a little bit of Gabby. Ga- Gabby's just been a blessing to us from the moment that she's been here with her beautiful daughter, who, who's not here today, but she's part of this place as well. We love her here. And um, just to see her do what she's done, I, I, many times we remind her, you know, you're doing a good job. She's doing a great job. And she's doing an amazing job um, fighting and going through life and mothering her beautiful daughter and, and just involved in so many things and yet having that sweet angel by her side. And it's just been a blessing to be here. And at times when, when she's been weak or she's gone through moments, uh, at least I could say I've seen the church at many times just lift up her hands, right, God? At times of weaknesses and just support her in areas that I know she's needed to support um, in the state that she's in and with her daughter. So we're grateful for her. And, and thank all of you for being part of this nest. And um, you guys are awesome. And some, let's, let's keep going forward. Amen? Let's give them a hand. One more hand. Watch your steps, please. As they go down, um, I'm going to go ahead and, and just introduce the next group of people. I'm, I'm going to have a good time introducing this next couple right here. I love them dearly. And um, this is a big step of faith for them, you know. Just, um, so just uh, give them the greatest shout. They, they're going to represent four years, but they've been part of us for so much uh, more than that. I'm going to ask uh, George and Natalie Machado to make their way up here. Yeah. <laughs> She's getting ready. All right. Let's see, what are they going to pick? They're going to pick the couch. George's going to pick the couch. Of course. It's more comfortable. So um, we're grateful for them. Um, I've been blessed just to see them and, and, and the blessing that they've been to our church and, and Natalie helping out with the kids. And, and George, if you see him now before and after, just the way he's been involved here. And, and I do see a change and I, do, I see something awesome in George. Just grateful for them. But I'll let them share. I'm going to ask uh, Yesenia, who will be representing our five years. Amen. Yesenia. And then um, representing um, six years, we're going to have Angel and Betsy. Let's go ahead and give them a hand. Angel and Betsy. Praise God. I told you, every time George comes, something's going to happen. Oh, the mic. So, 
There it is. Oh, they are. All right. So we have this awesome um, group of individuals up here, and they're representing four, five, and uh, six. We're going to start off with our, our four years, George and Natalie, and the same questions. You know, how has God, how has the Lord used uh, new life just to, to bless you guys? And then after, if you want to share something like a memory or something um, that either impacted you, funny, whatever it is, you're, you're more than welcome with the green light to share that. All right, George. It broke when it fell. There you go. Mic check, mic check. <laughs> so I think it was on Tuesday. Rigo has sent us a text. I was at work, and I get this text. That, you know, I want you guys to share something. Before I even finish reading it, my wife says, great, we'll do it. George is going to talk. <laughs> <laughs> we both get real nervous, so bear with us. Um, like Rigo said, we've been part of this family for many years. We have been going to New Life South of our pastor Leo here. And we had gone through, we got married with him. We had gone through deaths in the family, through many things. And there was really no reason for us to go anywhere. You know, we were loved there. We loved going there. But um, we live here in Miami Lakes and we would drive by all the time. We'd be running late over there. We'd say, why don't we go here? And we just couldn't do it. So we prayed for years. And when we had our son, God had said, you know what, it's time for you guys to, to come here where you could be more involved. It was hard for us to be involved over there. Take us an hour and a half to get there during the week. Forget it, three hours to get there. What I think the thing that, that I feel the most about here is, is our last code. That no matter who you are, where you're from, what you've been through, you're loved. And a lot of people have, have, they have been up here early. I've already, you know, they talk about this is home. Home is where you're loved. So, you know, you feel that love, and God is love, right? Amen. It's funny when I, sorry guys, I'm nervous. <laughs> when, when Rigo asked us, I didn't even really have to think about it. I said, you know, what's from the heart, and love is from the heart. So I actually went to Google and I said to see how many times is love in the Bible. And depending on the version of your Bible, it's anywhere from 350 to almost 600 times. So it was, like, it was amazing. It's one of the things that's talked about the most in the Bible. So, you know, like I, say is, like I said earlier, no matter who you are, where you're from, you feel this love, and, and when they talk about Lizzie or they talk about Regal, it's not them, it's the love, it's the love of God that they have inside. Um, so we've been part of, sorry, I'm a little under the weather, and Regal did not care about my voice, so. Um, she was using that as an excuse not to talk today. Yes, I couldn't speak at all yesterday, like, Nothing was coming to mind. But, but God does miracles. He and, healed me. And, and he invents microphones and speakers, I told her, so she'll be all right. So um, we've been part of New Life for a total of like 12 years. Pastor Leon and Nika um, and Rigo, we've been part of our lives for a long time. My greatest blessing is that you don't have to go through things alone. Um, you text anyone, 
here and if you have a problem, um, they're praying with you, they're fasting with you, they're following up. Um, let's say one of our kids is sick, Rigo Senior is always texting us to follow up to see how they're doing and that means the world to us because we have family and friends but this is also our family and we know that that um, we're, we don't have, for me, like I, I have a problem and I know I don't have to battle alone. Like I have my warriors behind me going through um, this with me. Um, an example, okay, so I lost my mom to cancer nine years ago and I didn't go through that alone. I went, Rigo, you didn't have your church yet. But I remember, I said, there's a, you know, there's a verse in the Bible that says, call the elders to pray. And I asked. And everybody came. You were there. You were there. And everybody came to pray for my mom. Anika, one time I didn't know what to do. You told me, let's fast and pray. So my greatest blessing is that you don't have to go through this alone, through anything alone. If you're struggling. If you're struggling with whatever you're struggling with, whether it be illness, marital problems, Problems with your children, with your family. You don't have to go through this alone. You have your pastors and you have everyone here that's praying with you and will battle with you and will counsel you in the right way. Yesenia is also someone who, um, there's a lot here. Uh, a lot, of, a lot of what you see today, um, we've been blessed by her, and she's put a lot of this together, and, uh, and we just thank, we're thankful for her and all the hats she wears as well, and uh, she represents our, our five years. Hi. <laughs> so I'll start with a memory. Sorry. Um, the memory would be when I first came into this church, going back to what Natalie and George saying, you just see the love in this church. The last quote is so, so evident as soon as you walk through that door. And every day, as the years pass by, you're being edified, you're being built up, no matter what you're going through, you're not doing it alone. And that's new life has been a tremendous blessing for me. The pastors, the congregation, even the guests bless me in the smallest way. And that's, that's my memory. <laughs> Six years, uh, Angel and Betsy, and uh, they're awesome, man, and, and I'll just let them share real quick. All right, first, I'm a little bit sick, so I sound different, and my voice is kind of, I sound nasally. Uh, secondly, I'm not nervous, actually. I'm, I'm always nervous every time I come up here, and I'm not nervous today, so there you go. <laughs> and Betsy's shuddering over here. <laughs> so <clears throat> exactly what those guys are saying, I'm saying, I'm going to say. Um, the biggest blessing since coming here is the people that are here. 
Um, Betsy knows this because uh, I tell her all the time. I, don't, I never tell anybody else, but I have the best friends in the world. Everybody here has reached out to us somehow or some way or another. Um, I'm not a proponent of throwing names out there, but I'm going to do it today. <laughs> um, I've had Allie and Kevin help us out when we've had issues in our marriage, uh, that we've gotten counsel from them, and they were amazing. <clears throat> it's just good when you're going through something um, to, for someone else to know so that the burden gets lifted off your shoulder and they can pray for you and call you and see how you're doing. Um, <clears throat> and that's amazing. I've, th that, that alone is, is a, such a big relief. Um, I've had, you know, Kathy, she knows what I'm talking about, but we've, I've had her as an accountability partner. Accountability partner. Um, one of the biggest blessings I've had, and it, well, one of the biggest memories is, um, is Rudy calling me on my way home from school one night and praying with me in the car while I was driving. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, just make sure you don't close your eyes so you don't get into an accident. <laughs> And, um, That's wisdom, man. Yeah. <laughs> so the fact that I'm surrounded by a body of people that if we have any issues, I can call them or confide in them is, is extremely important to me. Um, on top of that, the fact that they're not going to go, which I'm really selective about who I talk to, uh, they're not going to go and tell everybody my problems. Um, so, um, and then... You know, of all the people I'm surrounded with, my, my wife is amazing, and she's just, she's my best friend, you know? <laughs> and, um, you know, when they say your wife is supposed to be somebody that you can tell anything um, and confide anything in, you know, it's, with, with my wife, it's absolutely true. And I don't know why I still hold things back from her when I, you know, hold things back from telling her. But, um... But yeah, just, just the people here are, are my biggest blessing. And, and if you know, if you guys, you know, if we've come to you guys and, and you guys have talked to us, you know exactly who I'm talking about. So I love you guys. Well, <laughs> um, I guess the easiest way to start is that I grew up in the church, like I was born and raised in a, in a family that luckily had found God before I was born. And so I thought it was so peculiar when I first came to this church and I discovered what discipleship was. <laughs> like I had, I had heard that word so many times in my life, having been in the church for a long time, but it wasn't real to me until I came to this church. And so that has been the biggest blessing for me because I love every person in this room, but the growth that I've had with God in this church is what has made the biggest difference to me. And that wouldn't have happened without the people that have discipled me in the time that I've been here. So Maudie was the first one to disciple us. And then... And then Ali and Kevin have discipled us. Rigo and Nancy have discipled us. Phil and Melissa, who are no longer with us, they, you know, discipled us as well. And just, that was the biggest blessing for me, is somebody really pouring into me, somebody spending time with me, talking to me about the word, and, and showing me how to study the word. Because funny enough, when I came here, I really didn't know how to study the word. And I had already been in the Lord for at least, well, 
it was in 2011 and I was born in 89. So you do the math because I'm not very good at it. <laughs> so, so that's been the biggest blessing for me. And in terms of memories, um, the first thing that came to my mind when I was thinking about memories is dance practices <laughs> and being here for hours for events, like practicing over and over again and driving my poor dance members crazy. Sorry, Gabby. <laughs> and Angel and Ellie, who's not here, and Claudia. Like, we just, those have been amazing memories that I've had here. Um, I thought about, but then the, the second thing that I thought about was the first party that I went to for this church, which was a Christmas party that Ali and Kevin threw at their old apartment. <laughs> and we just, <laughs> it was, it was just like, it was just, that was kind of like a door open to us. Cause that was when we first started really getting to know Ali and Kevin. And then I, me and my smart self go and grab a microphone to sing karaoke and someone's like, oh, she sings. What is this? And ever since then, I was being attacked about coming into worship and God knows that I, look, I'm terrified to be up here right now. Um, I don't like being on the stage, but, but God, God wanted me here. So, Yeah. It's been, a, it's been a blessing to, to see her even mature in, in the gifts that God's given her uh, from the first time she led worship. And uh, I promise you, every time uh, she does that and her wings are just expanding and, and God's just even using that in an amazing way. So we're just grateful for this group and how they're growing and who they are to our church. Just give them one more hand. Thank you, guys. So as they come off the stage, our last, our last group of... Uh, and give them a hand as they come up. Rudy will be representing seven years. Rudy, who as well wears many hats. And she, he's back there always putting the verses and the words and the lights and everything all together. So Rudy represents seven years. I can't believe it's been seven years already. That's crazy. Yadi um, has been with us for eight years as she makes her way up here. And, and she ushers and does, a, I don't even know how many things she does. Kids and ushers and this and that and a little bit of, uh, I don't know. She's just crazy like that. And. And the one and only love him. Uh, we've been together since he was young. I've, I got, I've been blessed to see him in the, his craziest moments of his life. His wife can't be here today. She's really sick at home. But he's going to speak on both their half. Tito's going to represent nine years today. Tito. Yeah. Tito, Tito, Tito. Love Tito. So, so we're grateful for this group. And uh, we'll start off with number seven. Um, like Rico said, I've been here for seven years. And um it's crazy. Um, what was the first question I had to, had to answer? Um, how has New Life use, um, been used in my life? Um, it's funny. I say seven years, but I've actually been part of this church since, since Ali and Kevin, since 05. Um, Ali wasn't my teacher, but Ali was a sponsor for a Bible study group that we had in Barbara Goldman. Um, and she was the boldest teacher we've ever met among all, all of our friends. She's like, hey, if, we, if I'm going to get fired, it's so worth it. Because our administration didn't want to start up that Bible study. And um, ever since I graduated, she, her and, and Kevin, I met Kevin in 06. And they've always poured out to, in my life. And um, I, I feel that I've been part of the whole transition. Because at one point, I went to the Miami Lakes, Starbucks. And then she was sending me, he's like, hey, we're opening up a church in Hialeah. Come and visit us. Um, I've been a Christian nine years since I was nine years old, and I was part of another um, family. Um, and at a point in my life, I had to transition to a new family. And thanks to Ali and Kevin and always being there, 
I came here, and the first time I, I, I came here, I just felt home. Um, that's, all, that's always been the key here. All of us have been saying it. it's been home. It's been a family where iron sharpens iron. We've had struggles, we've had fights, but we've also had very great memories with each other. And um, personally, my, my family is very small. It consists of two people, my dad and my mom. And I've always yearned to have a big family. Now that I'm getting married in 88 days, um, <laughs> I yearn for that. I yearn for, for my own family, but this is my family. One of the things I, I always say to, to those close to us, um, Claudia and I feel this way, is that our friends are family. Um, and that's what God calls it. I mean, he had his 12 disciples. Those were his brothers. They ate together. They fed together. They, they did everything together for three years. And, and I've been here for seven years, and I've been blessed to be part of, a, a part of this family. So thank you. Praise God. Amen. And, um, and, and Rudy and Claudia do such a good job. Uh, I, I, I'm sure if I ask how many people have been blessed by them, many of your hands, they'll, they'll be the first ones to say, can we go out to eat with you? Can we, can we go out to I bet you almost every single person here has probably gone out to eat or hung out with Rudy and Claudia. I can't lose the weight. Yeah, he's just struggling. Like, we'll stop asking people to eat with you. But it's amazing how they just welcome people in and... Um, and how they love on people, and we're just grateful for them. And, uh, and, and we're going to save Claudia with Ali and Kevin next year because she was actually the first person that we baptized in this church. And uh, so we're going to save her for our 10 years, her, Ali, and Kevin. So amen. Yadi, number eight. Eight is great. Eight is great, yes. <laughs> New Life for me has been, um, well, it was my first Christian church and changed my life completely. But what I wanted to share was that our mission statement is to ignite an authentic love for God and for people. And that's what I've experienced here in New Life. People who know me, the good, the bad, the ugly, <laughs> and they still love me. <laughs> and that just shows like, an imperfect person can love you like that. And God loves you so much more. And I love you guys. And everyone here, you know, have really impacted my life. I've, everything that's happened to me is thanks to, what God, thanks to what God has done, like, through all of you guys. And everybody who has kept me accountable, you guys know who you are. And thank you. And thank you, Rigo and Nancy. <laughs> Amen. Um, I had just so many things I, I would like to say, but I'm going to just say, um, first, Jenny couldn't be here because she's, she's, I gave her my cold, <laughs> unfortunately. But um, uh, ironically, I want to speak about healing. And uh, I want some praise reports because there's a lot of things going on. I, and I, and, and I want to praise God because God is using the body. When, wh while we're talking about all this, it's not our church, man. It's, you know, it's when God, when we allow God to use us, when we come to the Lord. So this praise isn't to us, man. This praise isn't to this church. And I know Rigo, no, and he'll, I'm probably getting ahead of him, but this praise is to God. So whatever we have to say today, guys, I want you to see these things as a mirror to Jesus. Amen. So I just want to say... Um, some things that just happened, Jenny, uh, you know, she, she had, and I say that prophetically, 
she had issues in her kidney, uh, an autoimmune disease, and she just went to the doctors and they said that her, her kidneys have actually improved by half. And they have no idea. And she hasn't done anything different, but I think just coming to the Lord and prayer. And I, and I, and I want to give this to you guys because it's been our prayer. It's been our prayer. I know you guys have been in prayer about this. I know we've been in prayer about this. Um, another thing, um, there's a man that I've been going to that I've also told you guys about that was in the hospital. He was on his deathbed. I, it's been two weeks now since I last saw him, but an update on that is he's actually still improving. Okay, so this man, just for those of you who don't, don't even know the story, this man was basically on his way out. Okay, um, he's a father of one of my students. My student came to me, and we just started talking, and I always find a way to talk about Jesus. I don't care if I'm in public school, so blah. So, <laughs> so I always ask them if they believe, and I just go. So she told me that her father, she doesn't really believe in God. And I told her, I told Rigo, I said this, and I said, look, I don't know if I should have said this, but I'm saying it anyways, I don't care. And I told her that she, her father's going to be healed and she's going to come to the Lord. And uh, I told her, where is he? He's in the hospital. I went to the hospital. I started praying for him. I asked the church to pray for him. This, this man, the, the people in the hospital were asked, telling the family that they should take him to hospice because he really wasn't going to survive. He had fluid in his spine. He had an infection. He, he had four strokes and I think two heart attacks. The guy was a vegetable from his chest down. He couldn't move. Okay, he couldn't breathe on his own. I went over there and I started praying for him. And, and when I asked the church, pray. We're gonna keep, I'm going to keep going. We're praying. Uh, I kept going. Well, man, what, maybe a month later, the guy's breathing on his own. The guy can now eat his own food with his hands. Okay, um, so they took him off the, the respirator. They're saying that the fluid is leaving his spinal cord. They do not know how that's happening. And now they're actually looking for him to go to a, to a uh, uh, what do you call this, uh, for therapy? Rehab. This guy could not speak. He couldn't speak. He speaks on his own right now. So this man, and that's God. Um, and so... Just something personally, I guess, and guys, that's the power of prayer, man. That's why we're here, amen? Um, something per personally I want to say, God has dealt with me so many ways, and I think recently, this is something I wouldn't say, but I think I'm just going to say it to glorify God, uh, that God has stepped me up as a leader, which is something that I've always struggled with. I never liked the name leader. I hated it. Um, so it's something that I've always uh, uh, run away from. And I, and I just want to share this. Oh, and I want to share this. Jenny. Jenny, uh, not just has she been touched here with healing, but um, she's grown in this place in such a powerful way because of the sister, brothers and sisters in this church, man. And, um, and she, God has transformed her in such a beautiful way. And, and he's still doing it in our lives and in our relationship and in our, in our marriage. You know, we've got, all of us, we've gone through craziness. Uh, but this church is definitely... Uh, helped us establish ourselves. So I just want to share this with you guys. And it's in Matthew 6, 18. 
and I think this is the message that I'm getting from everybody that's talking right now. And it says, in verse 19, sorry, Matthew 6, 19, it says, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Our treasure is Jesus. And when we come to the Lord, when we touch each other's lives the way we are, what's affecting us, that's the treasure that we give in heaven. That's what, what's going on. Why can't it affect us? Because somebody that's saved and comes to the Lord, we're going to see them in heaven. They're going to be, they're, they're saved. And that's something that nothing can destroy. Because the power of God is greater than anything in this world. Amen? So this is our treasure. This is what we're doing. This is what we're about. Amen? Praise God. As, as they come off, uh, we're going to ask the worship team just to quietly just to make their way up here. And um, in a second, we're just going to close off. But I'm, I want to share some things with you before we go. And, you know, every single one of these individuals shared something because they are all part of this. And it's their birthday as well. And it's for the glory of God, just like we opened up, just like we've been saying through worship. It's all giving praise and glory to the Lord. How many of you can say amen? You know, and what we did up here right now was just this, was sharing memories. It was sharing memories of this church, of new life. But most importantly, please listen to this, memories that are testimonies of what the Lord has done and what the Lord is doing. And that's what it's all about. It's about what Christ is doing in our midst. How many of you could come in agreement with that? And that's important. You know, we all have something to rejoice in the Lord and what he has done. And if you don't think so and you're here today, I don't know if I really do, uh, and, and you don't find that true for yourself, I'm going to encourage you today um, to really examine and to really search deep within. And, and I know that you'll be able to find at some point in your life God's hand at work. Because he's working in all of our lives. I want to share a scripture that we preached here a couple weeks ago. And it's the woman that brought um, the oil to Jesus' feet. It says that when Jesus was aware of it, that they began to murmur because she put oil at his feet. Just listen to this. He says to his disciples, why do you trouble this woman? For she's done a good work for me. For you have the poor with you always. But me, you do not have always. For in pouring this fragrant oil on my body, she did it for my burial. Accordingly, I say to you that wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done, listen to this, it will also be told as a memorial to her. It's an amazing passage. It's Matthew 26, 10 through 13. But it's amazing that, that something that this woman did over 2,000 years ago is still frequently taught and spoken about today. I love what Matthew Henry says in regards to this passage. He says, though the honor of Christ is principally designed in the gospel, yet the honor of his servants and is not altogether overlooked. The memorial of this woman was to be preserved, not by dedicating the church to her, or keeping an annual feast in honor of her, or preserving a piece of her broken box for sacred relic, but by, but by mentioning her faith and reverence in the preaching of the gospel, for example, to others. It's powerful. So when you really come to think about it, this woman's purpose was to be an instrument that God would use to further the gospel, just like every single person up here. That's all she was, an instrument. 
to further the gospel. It's the same thing with the Samaritan woman at the well in John chapter 4 when Jesus encounters her. The woman and Jesus share this interaction and she is marveled in the fact that a Jew is talking to a Samaritan woman. I mean, even asking for a drink of water nonetheless was even more extreme and she was marveled by this. And we know that that Jews and Samaritans, they had a history with each other. There was bad, bad blood between one another. For years, it was a relationship of injustice, of prejudice, racism, of hatred. The Jews and the Samaritans despised and hated one another. And at this well, there is a woman from Samaria and the Jewish rabbi. And Jesus reveals to this woman that he's the Messiah. And her life, her life at that very well was changed forever. Forever. First off, that well that she went to every day to draw water from, how many of you know that that well would never have the same meaning again? Because if you know anything about these wells, they traveled a long way and they had to carry that water back to their town, that water back to her family in the heat of the day at times. There was nothing pretty about, oh, I'm going to go draw some water from the well. You better believe that after she met Christ at that well, that well took a whole different meaning from now on. Any of you have a well that has a whole different meaning than when you first met Christ that you could relate to? Some of you are like, yes, the person that's sitting next to me. You met Christ, you see that person totally different now. Some of you are like, yeah, it's my career, my job. Yeah, it's ministry. Normally she would dread the walk. The duty for her as a woman to draw water for her whole family and who knows who else. But now when she would walk to that well, there's a story behind that well. At that very place, she could actually say, my life, my life was forever changed because of the one who met me here. I love how everyone said something. And did you notice how every single person, Christ met them somewhere in their lives? I'm sure that this woman would probably tell of the story to many others who would draw from that same well day after day. You know what happened to me here a week ago? You know what happened to me here a month ago? You know what happened to me here a year ago? You know what happened to me here 10 years ago? And I believe this, that that well was a memorial to her. Not because of anything sacred that was there. Not because of anything sacred that is here. But because of the sacred one who met her there. Totally different meaning. This woman, just like the one at the feet of Jesus, when you really come to think about it, her purpose was to be an instrument that God would use to further the gospel. She goes back to her town to Samaria. She tells all the men of what just occurred at the well. And in John 4.38, you know what it says? Look what it says, John 4.38. I think we have, oh, I don't think you guys have it. But it's fine, I'm going to read it. Oh, yeah, look at this. And many of the Samaritans of that city believed in Jesus because of the word of the woman who testified. In this case, Jesus would enter Samaria and destroy years of hatred, prejudice, injustice. It all started with an encounter with a woman at a well outside of her town. And she goes back and she testifies of what the Lord has done. And the town begins to be transformed. I love these moments that we all share today. I love them. 
Because what are they? They're exactly this. They're a witness of what the Lord has and what the Lord is doing through us and in us. Amen? And we are humbled that it's happening here amongst us. You know what? God's not done up here. And if you thought for once that God is done with us, you just heard some stories here that God has just begun. He's just getting started for the things that he is doing in our midst. I mean, there's a man, there's a man, there's a man for goodness sakes that as we're here today is starting to get healed because a crazy young man from this church decided when it didn't make any sense, when he was dying in his bed, I'm going to go over there and I'm going to lay hands on him and I'm going to pray for him. And trust me when I tell you this, your dad will become alive and you will come to know Jesus. God is doing something. If you know Tito, you know that was God. It's God. That here at New Life, we can testify that the Lord meets us. And that those meetings, listen to this, because we're going to end, will serve as memorial stories that will be told hopefully for the ages. I want my son to grow up here. And I want him to be 15. And here's some of you young people get older and share stories. And I want him to grow up in your stories. I want my daughter to grow up in the story that Tito just told. Why? Because I want my son to hear that one of his friends is dead. And I want him to believe that he could pray for the dead and God might resurrect the dead person. How does that happen? Tell some stories of God's faith, of God's faithfulness, of God's power. That there will be memorial stories for the ages and not for our glory. I love what Tito said. And yes, he did jump the gun because I will repeat it. Not for our glory, but for the glory of God. And may what is spoke of us going forward be about our faith. Be about our reverence. In Christ, in his gospel. Not for us, but for an example to others. Listen, I'm not here to talk about other churches. I'm just here to talk about this church. Because this is the only one that concerns me right now. And going forward is for no other reason but to move in faith and in reverence of God and his word. That's it. That's it. We're not going to paint a picture that's not true. We're not going to say words that are not true. What we actually do up here, what we actually say up here, and what we do in the trenches with you, when someone passes away, or when your marriage is distraught, we believe in those moments. And there is where we'll tell you for real that we love you. There is where we'll tell you for real that you are loved. There is where we'll tell you for real that we make war. There is where we tell you for real that we get to give of ourselves. There, in the valley, in the trenches, that's this church. That's this church. That's who we are. And that's who we will always be. And we're just fine with the despised. I love that. Yadio. What she said. That's like, good. Everyone said the same thing. We're okay with the shame of the woman at the feet of Jesus. We're okay with that. Because the end result was one of glory to Christ and redemption in Christ. So we're okay with that. We are just fine with the hated and the left out Samaritan woman at the well. Because that story changes. And it becomes one. They're at the well. 
and it becomes one for the glory of Christ and the redemption of Jesus Christ. So all I could say is happy nine years. Happy nine years. Nine years of sharing memories. But watch this. We got so many more, so many more years, God willing, of creating new memories for the glory of God. Come on. There's more sick people to pray for. There's more people to love and hug Pepe Rigo. There's more people to do amazing things for. Moments that have shaped many of us in becoming who we are like we heard today. And as long as we are here, we have more memories to set. And wherever the gospel is preached, just like it was shared in that verse I shared, listen, that what we have done here will also be told as a memorial to us for the glory of the King. A memorial for the glory and for the redemption that is found in Jesus. New life that our nest would always be an example to others. So if you're at a well today, I'm going to ask you to stand and we're going to close up and, and I'm going to ask you as you get ready to go eat outside and we have music playing outside and there's some games out there for the kids. Before you go, if, you could, if I could just have your attention, just look up here and stand up and, and we're going to get ready to close up. But if you're at a well today, please listen to this. Listen, listen, over here. If you're at a well today, and maybe uh, at that well, it seems miserable. I mean, I could actually ask, can you raise your hand if you've ever been at a well that's been miserable? I mean, I'm sure almost all of us would raise your hands. I'm sure of it. But maybe you're at one today and it seems miserable. Every time you go to it, Every time you lay eyes on it, every time it's even mentioned. Or maybe you're like this woman at the feet of Jesus. You're at his feet. And she's holding this, this flask of expensive oil, perfume. And, and she breaks it at his feet. But maybe you're there and you, you've been holding on to something that, that you've been holding on to it for too long. Or you're at a well that you've been staring at it for too long. So whether you're holding a flask or staring at a well... Maybe it's something that you're holding to that seems valuable to you, but he's calling you to surrender it finally at his feet. I want you to know, just like all these stories, and just like these two stories in the Bible, that Jesus is here to meet you, amen? That he can change your story, but as he changes your story, he could have you keep the old one. And the reason why he wants you to keep the old one in your hand is so that it could be a memorial, so it could be an example to others of the glory of God, amen? I'm going to ask you just to examine your heart today. And as we just close off today, you could just praise him for where you're at in life. Lord, thank you because you are good and you are faithful. Thank you that we get to celebrate nine years. Thank you that we got to hear stories. We're not alone. But Lord, if there's anyone here like that woman with that flask, and it was actually used, if you study the scriptures, to live out in sin. And she's met by Christ and she... She pours that out which she used to sin with at his feet and she surrenders it to him for his glory. Or maybe we're like the lady that goes to the well and it's a bitter walk and it's a bitter time and, and everything about the well is not pleasant but there you meet us at the well. And in both those stories it's about it's not about the well or the water and it's not about the flask and the oil that's in it but it's about the one who meets them 
in a point of their lives where they needed to be met. So with every eye closed, as we close off today, every eye closed, don't worry about the person around you, but right there where you are standing, if you are at a well or if you are holding on to something that God is telling you to surrender, right there where you're at, you just come up to the Lord and say, Lord, meet me here in this place today and transform me forever. Come on, can you begin to cry out to God? If that's you today and you're just standing there, can you just raise your hand and say, I need the Lord right now. Lord, the Lord through today's service has met me. Anyone here, just, if that's you today, just confess that to the Lord. And say, Lord, transform me. Lord, do a work in me today. Lord, that I will never be the same after today. That today I, I meet you at my well. Today I come to you and I come before you with what I'm holding on to. That's it, I'm over this. Today as we celebrate nine years, I celebrate your goodness today. And your faithfulness today. Because no matter where I'm at, where I've been, and you've always remained faithful and you've always shown me that you still love me and you're there to lift me up today. Lord, you know every hand that's raised, we pray for them right now. We pray in Jesus' name that you would uh, strengthen them, that you would meet them right there. <clears throat> that when they go home today, that they would be in tears. When they're in their, in their bed today, they will go back to today and be crying because God did a work in them through this service. And they will come back and they would serve you faithfully with all of their lives. That you would transform people in this place. We're grateful for nine years of doing God's work, years of memories. Offer your glory and offer your honor. But Lord, we're looking forward to many more years of making many more memories that always point back to Jesus. So use us. Just like every man and woman of God in the Bible, we come before you humbled and say, Here I am, Lord. Send us. Use us for your glory as an example to others so that people would know you. We thank you for this morning. We thank you for this celebration. There is no place we'd rather be than here with you and with these people today. It's in Jesus' name. And together we say, amen. Come on, give them some praise. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We would love for you to give each other a hug. We'll see you this Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. We have midweek. We do this all over again. God bless you. You are loved.